0: Hello, welcome to episode 91 of XY Podcast. We are back to our regular scheduled uh, podcast episodes. So we finished our 10 part series on balance and different topics that have to do within the realm of balancing our life, our work, our career, our family life, our relationships, and so forth. And that series came out of the book that I wrote um, titled Balance. So I hope you do purchase that book and I hope you do have that book because I think there's some great things to really discuss and sort of delve in um, when it comes to balance. So we're back to episode 91 and the title of this episode is called What Do You Honor? And I will tell you that this title is really inspired by a Netflix series that I watched last night for the first time. And it's called Dr. Foster. It's quite emotional. Um, I think it's a very well-played um, series. I don't want to go too much into it, but it has to do with deal with betrayal, has to deal with loyalty, has to deal with deception. It has to deal with... Uh, possibly mental health or breakdown of it um, due to just, I guess, the triggers that she, her name is Dr. Foster, faced throughout. I am not done yet, so I have to continue watching it, but I think I finished season one. And boy, oh boy, it was a lot to sort of take in because I know that so many people have been through this situation and because I know um, the impact and the effect um, that, betrayal or disloyalty can have on an individual. So I'm sorry if you hear this sort of noise in the background. And it prompted me to literally sit down and think there's something that she says in this series. She says, where do I go for justice for this? And I swear to you, I could not get that question out of my brain. Because in many scenarios in life, we, um, in a sense, do not get the vindication that we are looking for or the justice that we seek. Because, I mean, where do you go for things that have to do with betrayal or disappointment or uh, failure? I mean, these things things are not as easily... um, black you know they're not black and white in in that regard and so when she asks us that question you know where do I go where do, you know where do I go for justice um it has a lot to do and I don't want to give away like the whole the whole show but when you watch it you I think I think anybody will understand where this woman is coming from but I think the the larger picture here the larger picture here is that um, I understand. I understand that we live in a world where we can p- put things in boxes like good and evil, you know, good and bad, or whatever, loyal or disloyal, you know, whatever it may be. And I, I, I and I and I would attest that for quite some time. I think I lived in this alternate alternative universe where everyone's inner core was good at good at heart. Um, and I think that sort of differed from my role as being a professor, being that I teach political science and global affairs and I understand a lot of these theories and ideologies. And the interesting thing about Thomas Hobbes, who was, I would say, a political scientist, but also a theory who wrote The Leviathan, uh, One thing that he always says is that, look, human nature is brute, that people are brutish and that if they were left to their own goodwill without any governance, uh, that people would kill each other. It would literally be like the wild, wild west because everyone is self-interested and therefore would do anything to fulfill their own self-interest. Um, and he, there, in, in a sense, there is truth to that. Okay. So when we talk about just governments on the world stage, they, they are not charities, they are to be self-interested, um, self-interest. Um, but, but if we break it down, I think I now, you know, you know, at 34 years old, do understand that people are self-interested. There are people who do things out of self-interest. There are people who don't necessarily care who they hurt. There are people who um, can will lie, steal, cheat, do whatever it takes to get ahead um, because, you know, our culture also uh, glorifies uh, Individuality it glorifies competitiveness, it glorifies pulling yourself at the bootstrap it's one of that's part of the American ideology and the American dream that as individuals. Everyone supposedly has the opportunity to be self-made millionaire, right? The, the, you know this this allure that we project out to the rest of the world, and which is why we always have an influx of people because the idea is that they have an opportunity to live a life and reach their fullest potential. Uh, not necessarily understanding that you know not everybody starts out with the same at the same level. The playing field is not necessarily equal, and there are social constructs and there are issues that. That oftentimes inhibit people from actually reaching their full potential, but people will argue that it's better here than in some other places around the world. Yes, maybe. Um, but at the same time, going back to my point, I, you know, I don't know if it's a lot to ask for people to be aware of the decisions that they make. And I'm going to do another episode on the selfish pursuit of happiness because somewhere some somewhere somehow along the lines we've misconstrued this whole pursuit of happiness that i need to be happy so i should do whatever i want to do and i should i should i should make decisions that leave a string of broken hearts and broken bones and broken promises along the way in order for me to just be happy i don't think that is the pursuit of happiness because the real pursuit of happiness doesn't have such negative consequences, especially on other people. I think that's just the pursuit of selfishness. And I don't know if it's too much for me to ask or is it too much for me to want for people to just take a step back and access the type of decisions that they've made in their lives and if they're proud of it. Because after watching that Dr. Foster, I will tell you, I was very, very um, not upset for her. But it took me aback because the this, this story is so common. And it took me aback because there's so many people dealing with the decisions that other people have made. And they're just collateral damage. And there's no way to seek justice. Or there's no way to be made whole from the impact that a decision someone else made, whether it's a decision made out of selfishness, whether it's adultery, whether it's lying, stealing, cheating, whatever it may be, you end up being collateral damage in someone's idea of pursuit to happiness. You know, they always th- talk about this thing called honor. Right What makes a man or a woman honorable? What makes them to be someone who's respected publicly in society? They usually say you know if you're if you have integrity, right? They usually say if you are respect respectful right if you if you are a fair individual if if you honor um trust and you honor faithfulness. And you honor commitment and responsibility and fairness. All of these words that people find very, very hard to do. And I don't think those words cause you to be perfect. I think those words cause you to hold something true, to value something that is bigger than yourself. To value integrity means that even in public settings and behind closed doors, you're going to do what is right. Some people value that. They honor that. And it helps them to be focused in life. Because when, when you find something that you can anchor yourself in, when you find a value that you can hold dear to your heart, you will be able to discern whether certain situations will deviate or move you away from this value that makes you the type of person that you want to be. If you value... Faithfulness, for instance, that's something that you anchor yourself in. I vow to be faithful. I value faithfulness. So therefore, I am going to be more discerning in situations that cause me to be the contrary. It sounds black and white, but I guess it's not necessarily that easy. But my whole thing is that in the world that we live in today, where everything is public, and we have created public personas. And we portray ourselves or we want to be seen as an honorable person. person of virtue, a person of faith, a person who holds these values to be true. Even as imperfect as we are. But behind closed doors, we're not what we publicly portray ourselves to be Is a problem. It's a problem. And the people that are affected... By these decisions of public display and private hypocrisy, end up being collateral damage. My question is can we just be honorable privately? Can what we can, who we are publicly, match who we are privately so that the value that we place or anchor ourselves in actually holds true and actually has weight? That's a very important thing to do. Can we, at some point, have some form of self-reflection that helps us to assess if the decisions that we made in life has negatively impacted someone else? Then does am I an honorable person? Can I rectify? Can I, am I self-aware enough to say, you know what, this, this isn't right? You know what? You know what I, I did do make a wrong choice. You know what? This this situation may make me feel good. This situation may address a part of my needs. But on the other hand, by doing that, someone is feeling left whole less than whole. Someone has tears. Someone's probably fighting for their life. Or just at least trying to get a breather or two in. We have to start understanding that in our pursuit of happiness, in our pursuit of fulfilling our own desires, it cannot be at the expense of someone else's happiness. I hope you're understanding what I'm saying and I hope that this is not a hard concept to grasp. We cannot live our lives playing with people's emotions. You, we cannot live our lives taking for granted people's emotions the minute it doesn't meet our own desires. Like we think life is like a rotating door. Like yes, the next person will come and yes, my needs will be fulfilled this way. But the, but life goes in a circle and we all reap what we sow. We all experience karma on a different level or in a different way. Is it hard to be honorable privately? Like can we just have this discussion? And and if you don't understand what to, to be a person of honor is, research it. If if you don't have anything that you value, then what is holding anything of what is holding anything that it means or matters to you together? If married couples create a vow, and of course everybody people step outside of their marriage all the time it's, it's it's a global phenomenon does it right it it happens all the time because people are imperfect and things happen, and people change, but at some point we should come to the realization that this is not right right or is it or is it or is it just me at some point we have to come to the realization that my actions were dishonorable. And how do I rectify it? How do I? Because the world needs honorable people. That's what I'm trying to say to you. The world needs honorable people. We may not have 100% honor. We may not have 100% faithful people. We may not have 100% you know, people with integrity. But we need people to be self-aware enough to at least strive for that. To at least strive for that. So I, I just I think that when I ask you the question, "What do you honor?" I'm asking you that question so that you can literally sit down and, and, and think, "What do I honor?" And I don't mean oh, I honor hard work and I honor success. No, what do you honor? Is it faithfulness? Is it commitment? Is it responsibility? Is it integrity? Is it fairness? What is it that you honor out of all of that? Because that must be reflective in who you are and the relationship that you keep. It must be a public and a private thing. Everything starts from within. And if we are unclear of what honor is, if we are unclear of what the characteristics of honor are, then there is no way... we can rise to a better sense of self. We're just going to have a whole bunch of littered, broken hearts everywhere, collateral, people caught up in collateral damage, people walking in this earth with gaping holes in their heart, just literally trying to survive, and they're building relationships out of that deficit because we lack honor. I have this podcast literally not to have, the purpose is not to have a whole bunch of followers. The purpose is not for a hundred thousands of people to like it. The purpose is not so that I can make money off of it. I don't need the. I don't need that. <laughs> like, I don't need that. I am not in social media for those things. And if anybody is perfectly fine, we all have our own decisions to make. I Talk about things that, one, I feel that are important, not only to me, but it's a cathartic process for me to think about. But also because sometimes these things need to be shared. And I'm sure there's other people that may think or may not have thought the same way. But at least the conversation helps to elicit self-reflection and thought. I come from a place of, ye, tunday, put your best self forward. You messed up here. Try again, put your best self forward. You you made a U-turn here, try to rectify this decision. Try to reroute yourself into something better. And so I say my goal is to help people put their best self forward. I'm I, I'm I'm not, I don't claim to be a life coach. Because I haven't gotten through life yet. Okay. I don't claim to be anything other than I'm not. My goal is to help you think, to have a point of self-reflection. And while we are all on this journey of life, while some of us have become maybe experts in different fields, that we share our thought process and what we've learned along the way so that someone else doesn't have to possibly go through that. And if they do, hopefully they're able to learn the lesson of their journey and of their decision-making. That's That's the whole point of all of this. That's the whole point of everything that I do is to have positive impact, to be impactful. Everything else, I have literally no desire for that. And if it comes because of that journey that I'm on, well, thank God, right? praise Praise the Lord. Glory be to God. But that's my own mission. And I don't think that having this self-reflection of coming to a place of am I, am I an honorable person? Am I worthy of honor? Am I worthy of respect? Am I who I am outside and behind closed doors? Hopefully that those questions will elicit some form Of self-awareness, some form of pinpointing areas where you may have erred, and being able to rectify that. Being able to rectify that. we have to be very careful with the decisions that we make in life and we're all not going to be perfect we're of course going to make bad and sometimes awful decisions but the point of life is to at least be able to identify it and the point of life is to and the chances that we get in life is to correct it and if you exhaust all of your time spent on earth not being able not rectifying or correcting the areas where you err not being self-aware enough to know that my decisions has caused a multitude of 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 impact negatively on someone else or a group of people or however it may be the legal courts may not justify your victim or may not justify the person who has been who has felt whatever the decision you made has felt but i also believe in the principles of karma i also believe that um we don't legally sometimes get the verdict that you want in court, but you, but God is and the, the judge and the verdict, right? That's my belief. So I so I I, I hope to say maybe you watch that you know Netflix <laughs> that Netflix show called Doctor Foster, and maybe by understanding it, you kind of get an understanding of what I'm talking about. And my hope is that anybody who has been caught up or who has been collateral damage in the decisions that other people have made that they've had no control over um, are able to still hold their head up, are able to still find the beauty of life, and are able to understand that people make decisions born out of their own deficits that sometimes have nothing to do with you or may have some parts to deal with you. And my hope is that you are able to sort of move forward and any broken pieces turn into a form of peace and healing for you. And although it was a show, that was like my hope for Dr. Foster and that we are not engulfed in life On this endless pursuit of making others feel the way they made us feel. That's a whole nother episode to begin with, okay? Because that can also lead to destruction. So what makes you honorable? Find something to, to anchor yourself in. So that when the winds of life do blow, you can stand up and say, no matter how tough it may be, I'm going to hold on to this value. No matter how difficult my marriage or my friendship or my job may be, I'm not going to step outside these boundaries or these confines that I have vowed myself to honor. So that at the end of the day, I'm an honorable person. And I know not everybody cares about that, but hopefully, someone will. So thanks for tuning in to XY Podcast Episode 91, Being Honorable Privately. What does honor mean for you? And what do you honor? Like, subscribe, share. Um, You can find it on www.doctoryatunday.com. Let me know your thoughts on this. And thanks for tuning in.